0: Hello everyone! Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Playing the Hand You Dealt podcast. My name is Jai, and joining me as always is my good friend Janelle. Say hi, Janelle.
1: What's up everyone? This podcast is a discussion between two like-minded friends who share their wins, losses, and folds in our everyday lives. Our goal is to provide value to everyone out there trying to defy their odds, increase their chances of success, and come up on this game called life. What's up guys? Welcome to episode 9. Today's episode is going to be all about budgeting, something that Jai is very, very, very passionate about and very skilled and experienced with. And I'm someone just learning about it, so today is going to be kind of like an interview type of format. I'm going to be asking him a lot of questions about budgeting because he's trying to help me out. And hopefully we can help you guys out as well.
0: Definitely. The goal of this episode is to give you guys an insight into my financial situation, how I think about finances and then ultimately to help you and even Janelle with some of my tips and strategies that I've used over the years when it comes to budgeting.
1: Yeah, so let's go ahead and get right into it. So we'll first start off with telling them that an app that you used called You Need a Budget, or YNAB for short, is something that you use like religiously, pretty much.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: (laughs) So go ahead and tell us a little bit about it.
0: Yeah, so I guess we'll start from the beginning. I think it was a YouTube video that introduced me to Yenab.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: all I knew, all I remember from the time, because it's been about two years, but all I remember was my finances were fucked. I had no money. And I don't know if it was an ad or me wanting to just do better. And I think I wanted to buy something and have the money. And I was like, all right, maybe I should do something about that. And I ended up with Yanab, like Janelle said. And it's been a great experience. It was hard from the beginning. But definitely an eye opener. And that would pretty much be my intro to your nav. Definitely YouTube. I don't know who or how, but
1: So were you like actively looking for a budgeting solution?
0: I would I would say that I didn't know I needed one until I started. Like until it,
1: ad told you, like, hey, you need a budget. It
0: probably wasn't ad. All I know is I was blindsided. I was like, what is this budgeting thing? What is a what is a YNAB? <laughs> yeah. And then me being me. The way I do research and just the curious bastard I am, I dive into everything. So I read every page on their side. I watched all these YouTube videos. You Reddit went into posts. a rabbit
1: hole about it.
0: Next thing you know, I signed up, and here we are.
1: That's interesting. So besides your nav, have you tried any other budgeting tools, apps, websites, or this is the first one you found and you just dove all into it?
0: Well, there are a lot out there. Uh, you see them as Acorn, Mint yeah all those and I did try mint for a little bit and because mint was manual it was automatic when you went into mint it kind of tells you where your money went and this is the main reason why I I uh I went with you 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 bring up a good point a lot of those old not old but a lot of those other apps they tell you where your money went Mm -hmm. after it's gone (laughs) I don't give a fuck if it like I don't care where it went it's gone yeah versus your nab it tells you where it's gonna go
1: before you spend it yeah yeah
0: so it's it's like attacking and strategizing your money before it's gone because at that point i don't really care where it went mint Mm -hmm. fucking other thing it's gone it doesn't matter my
1: bank statements tell me that (laughs) yeah
0: but your nab is telling me where it's gonna go and that that made me think about money very differently and it Mm -hmm. It put a different perspective, which is why I've stuck with this so long.
1: Yeah. Okay, so before we move on and talk a little bit more about your NAB, can you kind of tell us like why you think it's important to even have a budget?
0: I would say the big thing is make your money work for you. That's number one. And maybe there is a number two, but 1.5. Would be shit's going to happen financially. And I'm just trying to prepare for it. And me doing that has proved over the years that it's an efficient strategy of preparing for life. That would be my two main points of everything we're gonna talk about after that.
1: Okay, cool. So I'm sure not a lot of people listening to this have, have even heard of YNAB. So can you kind of tell us like what's unique about it and like the things it does for you and helps you?
0: Yeah, uh, I can give a little bit of a brief info on your NAB uh, and then I'll go into what they call the four rules. Does okay. that sound good? Yeah. So your NAB, like Janelle said, stands for You Need a Budget. It's going to be a mobile app on your phone or a desktop app that you just use with your browser. And with those two tools, as well as the four rules, uh, you have like a, not a spreadsheet, Mm. but it's it's like a breakdown of categories and I don't know what they're called, like subcategories of where you allocate your money. And in order to do that, there's these four rules that your NAB went ahead and laid out for all of you who are still learning or even just need a catch-up on that. And I'll go through those now. So number one of the four rules is to give every dollar a job.
1: What do you mean by that?
0: Yeah, so what I mean by that is, let's say, for example, you get paid $1,000. Okay. doesn't matter where it's from. You just find $1,000 or you get paid $1,000. $1,000 is chilling
1: on the floor.
0: Yeah, so how are you going to make that money work for you like what does that money do is it groceries is it shoes is it gas without you giving every dollar a home it's just homeless money
1: <laughs> it's
0: like just that. money with no place to go
1: yeah no purpose <laughs> yeah there
0: you go you're giving every dollar a job every dollar a purpose and what to break that down a thousand dollars okay imagine if you were to like cut it up into like a pie goes towards gas. $50 goes towards this. $200 is, you know, my phone bill and my Netflix, whatever. When you do that, there is no more, I have money, let's go spend it. It's it's all broken down. Every dollar has a home, has a job, has a purpose. That would be the number one rule. And I think thinking about money, if you weren't even to think about the other three rules, Mm -hmm. that's powerful enough. My money is here. Now, what do I want it to do? Yeah. That's pretty much number one. Uh, Going on to the second rule is going to be embrace your true expenses. Now, what that means is preparing for what is going to come, but it hasn't yet. We all have those, I don't know, bills, but we all have those expenses that we know they're coming up. And we like to wait until it comes up and we act surprised when it happens. We start
1: freaking out because we're like, oh, shit, we don't have money for this. <laughs> yeah,
0: then you start taking it from somewhere else yeah. or whatever. So, for example, I have I have a few examples here. I'll go ahead and say, for those of you with cars, every single year, you have to pay a car registration, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the same month as last year, if it's the same car. And the year before, it's around the same two, three months. So, like, why are you not trying to prepare for it right or if it's in september august comes around you're like shit i forgot i had to pay for a car registration and that money is quite a lot for some people another thing is those of us who wear contacts you need to see (laughs) eventually you run out of contacts so you know you're gonna have to pay for them it's when you run out of contacts you don't even think about it you need to buy them unless you wear glasses but for those of us who enjoy them Like it's an instant purchase when you're out. So why Mm -hmm. not prepare for it? Those of us who work out and who like to stay fit, you have supplements such as protein. When you start to scoop the bottom, you know it's coming out. So why not like prepare for it? Every month, you know, I buy a new tub. Every whatever, I buy these certain vitamins. Uh, Another thing, the last one is yearly subscriptions. These ones sneak up on us a lot.
1: Even monthly ones. Yeah. You know it's coming, but you're like, oh, damn, I took it out of my account.
0: But even yearly, it's, uh, for example, the bastards uh, at whatever company, they'll say it's five ninety nine a month. But they, but they make you pay for the whole year. So you're like, that's not too bad. I'll pay the $60. But then when the year passes by, you're like, oh, shit, I don't have $60. Mm-hmm. Well, I do, but I was going to use it to go get sushi, you know? So when you try to think of your true expenses as they're going to happen, it's just a matter of when. So for example, the yearly subscription, if it's $5 a month and they charge you every January, why not put aside $5 every month? It's going to act like you're paying monthly, but really you're just building a mini savings when it hits in January, you have the money, no problem.
1: Yeah, so pretty much what you're saying with embrace your true expenses is to save the money over time versus pulling that money out of your paycheck, like right before it's due.
0: Definitely. And this helps with your consistency of your paychecks, Mm -hmm. because it's not, oh, one month I have a lot of money, the other month I don't. It's every month I have a steady flow of income, because I'm paying what I need to, as well as preparing for what I know is coming around the corner. Right. And that those two give every dollar a job. Embrace your true expenses are the first two, and there you can already see the value. I hope you can.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. It's it's interesting. So you're with giving every dollar a job. You give them specific purpose, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So pretty much, if someone were to ask you, like, "Hey, do you want to go out to eat?" Mm-hmm. and you tell them, "No, I don't have money to eat." That doesn't necessarily mean you're broke. You yeah. just don't have money in your going out to eat category to spend. You know. Definitely. So that's pretty much, pretty much what you're saying. And that's definitely very powerful.
0: Now, what do you think about the second one?
1: Embracing your true expenses is something. It makes sense. Yeah. And I feel like it's something not a lot of people do. <laughs>
0: definitely. I didn't do it before.
1: Yeah. I mean, a lot of people these days live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And it's scary. It's dangerous. <laughs>
0: now paycheck to paycheck. Now next month is car registration. It's yeah. even worse.
1: Or, or a medical bill pops up, you had no money for it. But with embracing your true expenses, you're, you're planning for it.
0: Definitely. So, we went over the first two. Let's go ahead and get to the third and fourth. The third rule of your nab is roll with the punches. What that means is shit's going to happen. Life is going to hand you shitty cards. Are you ready to play them? Are you ready for a reaction? It's uh, having a prepared reaction versus just... The sporadic oh shit moment is knowing when it's gonna happen uh three kind of goes with two and i'll mention like occasional expenses medical and car those are two things that people are not ready for you know medical we're not fucking uh super not superhuman what is it we're, we're not, not invincible
1: fucking immortal yeah
0: <laughs> you're gonna sprain your ankle walking down the stairs yeah you're gonna stub your toe and then you're gonna have a fucked up toe <laughs> like shit happens and when the when shit hits the fan you got to go to urgent care or you know some medical emergency you know you're you're cooking you cut your finger off like shit happens so why yeah. not put aside a couple dollars a month twenty dollars forty dollars fifty dollars depending on your income for when those things happen next thing is your car even tesla well i don't know but do Teslas break down
1: I have no idea,
0: man. Let's say you don't have a Tesla. (laughs) If you have a regular fucking car, it's going to break. There's a lot of moving pieces. And a lot of people don't take care of their cars. No. Inside, outside, in the engine. And understanding that, hey, this thing's going to need new tires. Right. This thing's going to need oil. Just like I need water. So why not prepare for it? And rolling with the punches also means, you know, not being so hard when it comes to budgeting it's easy to get super strict with it
1: Mm -hmm.
0: of for example in my eating out budget i have no money a friend i haven't seen in a year comes and visits i'll fucking go out with them yeah i'll make it work because life is short and budgeting may be the answer for a lot of things but you gotta live your life
1: yeah so pretty much in that situation you would move some money from a different category put it into your eating out category
0: it's situational but yeah i think there was a time even with us when we went to go grab hawaiian food i didn't have money i haven't seen you in a while i wanted to eat with you right so i moved something out of like my books category yeah i was saving for like video games i'd rather have lunch with you so it's moving money and rolling with the punches
1: yeah, not being like too strict on yourself. Like, no, I can't go. I have no money in that category. Yeah,
0: then what happens? Your friend's going to fucking die. They think you're an them.
1: asshole or fucking <laughs> selfish or something. Yeah.
0: So it's definitely situational. <laughs> yeah. Don't go around moving money every day left and right. But when the time comes, you'll know. And that's when you need to make an exception. The last one is age your money. This is the fourth rule of your NAB, which would be the ult- the ultimate goal of this is to use last month's pay or old pay, old resources to pay for this month's expenses. Uh, your nav goes ahead and adds a number on the top of their like interface, which has age of money and then age, what is it, age of your money?
1: Age of your money, I think so.
0: And then a number. And that number increases, I don't know how, but they have some smart ass algorithm that, I don't know how, but they have an algorithm that tells you how old your money is. Right. And the best way to explain that is, living paycheck to paycheck is what a lot of people do. And that number tells you if you're living paycheck to paycheck. If your number says 100, mm-hmm. what you nab, it's not the most accurate, but what your NAB is telling you is, it's at 100 and I swipe my card at a, a smoothie shop and I get the best smoothie I've ever had. That smoothie was paid for with money I had 100 days ago. Yeah. And that's very powerful to think of because it wasn't money that I just earned yesterday. It's money that I had, but I didn't spend yet. Mm-hmm. So that smoothie tasted even better because <laughs> it was purchased with money you you had a long time ago, you know?
1: Yeah, this concept of aging your money is very interesting. And I've never heard of it until I actually signed up for your nap. And I was like, what the heck is this? What does that mean? And I got a first look at it to kind of to what you were saying. I was living paycheck to paycheck at the time. So... Say I got paid on Friday and then all my money was gone by Wednesday. My money was only like five days old. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap, that's it. <laughs> and and when you see it like that, when you visually see that number of how old your money is, it's like it, it hits you a little bit different.
0: Definitely. Seeing that number grow as well as it's like a little progress of a progress bar of how how much ahead you are prepared and how well you're doing on keeping money in your account rather than outside of it. Yeah. Definitely. So that's going to be the four uh, rules of YNAB. I I don't visit them often, but I do find the, the value of them. And that's give every dollar a job, embrace your true expenses, roll with the punches, and age your money.
1: Yeah, these, these four rules are it, – it's what makes YNAB stand out compared to the other companies. Like you mm-hmm. said, Mint or the other ones – They don't have the concept of giving every dollar a job. Like you said, they only tell you once you've spent your money.
0: Yeah, they're like... Aging
1: your money. I've never heard of that anywhere.
0: Yeah. When I was using Mint, I was like, okay, I download this app. My finances are good. Mm -hmm. After like a month, it was like, hey, asshole, you spent $300 on food. I was like, what the fuck? Why didn't (laughs) I... All you're doing is telling me I spent it. Yeah. It's not happening before. And it was just like, what's the fucking point? What's the point? I can just look at my statement. Exactly. And I can tell myself how fucked I am. I don't need you. (laughs) So those are the four rules. Uh, We have some other questions based on those rules. And I'm pretty sure that will kind of bring us into more talk.
1: Yeah. So with that being said, you gave us a look of what Yanab does and how it's powerful and beneficial. Can you kind of tell us like how this app alone has impacted your life?
0: Yeah. So finance... I would say it plays a big part in my life, and that comes from a different, a couple different reasons. I'll go ahead and start with, I didn't have too much money growing up in like my, it was just me and my mom growing up, we didn't have too much money, and that forced me to kind of, I looked at money as it was very scarce, it wasn't Mm -hmm. very plentiful, and we tried to make it work, so when I started to make good money, as well as start to pay for my own things, I, I grew up with that struggle and I knew that it it didn't have to be my struggle, mm-hmm. just because I grew up with fi- finance problems and not having the most money doesn't mean that I'm doomed to end up like that. I took matters into my own hands and Yanab gave me the financial stability, the financial security, as well as just, I- I'm not so taboo, that's the right word, right? What do you mean? It's like, it's very taboo to talk about money and this, that. Like, I'm not worried anymore. It's not like something I'm worried about. I'm very comfortable around it because it took me a long time to get here. And ab also, it, there used to be a lot of questions about money. Am I making enough? Do I have enough for that? What, how am I going to afford this? Am I fucked this month? Like, there's a lot of questions. And with using your NAB, using the four rules, uh, applying some self-discipline, your NAB has now been a place for answers. It's become like my eight ball that I shake. Do I have money to go to Taco Bell? Shake it. <laughs> you, you do. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. That old school thing.
1: Yeah, it, pro- it provides like a little bit of relief, I guess, yeah. knowing uh, what you have money for and what, what uh, your money is going towards. Definitely. Instead of, like you said earlier, just knowing that you have $100 and just swiping it for whatever reason, just because you have $100, you know?
0: Yeah. It's it's very different when you can look at a breakdown of your money. So uh, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of an example. Uh, I have Wells Fargo. I bank mm-hmm. with them and I have your nap. If I look at Wells Fargo, I see a dollar amount. Old me would say, fuck yeah, let's go, let's go eat. Let's go do this. You know I can still pay rent because this number is bigger than my rent. Right. Versus now it's all broken down, allocated. It, it tells me what I can and can't do. Mm-hmm. And it, it is kind of shitty in the beginning, but you start to, you start to reap the benefits if you stick with it. Definitely.
1: Yeah, you start to um like what's the word? You stop guessing of where your money goes. I guess. Yeah. If that makes sense.
0: It's. Ooh, I, I didn't I didn't write this down but this is what I feel like when I get paid yeah I spend my money I'm doing air quotes in case you can't tell but like <laughs> I, I'm spending my money if I get paid you know this X amount in the next 20 30 minutes I'm spending it mm. I'm giving every dollar a job yeah I'm uh, it's like an envelope method so for example imagine there's a bunch of envelopes on the wall each label different things Mm -hmm. and all my money is in dollar bills i'm putting them in little envelopes
1: yeah like one envelope will say rent Mm -hmm. one will say groceries another will say going out to eat yeah and you just put like a specific amount of money in those envelopes you know
0: and it becomes fun it's like i got paid today i gotta spend all my money or like i gotta see what i can do with it
1: yeah so like in your nab when you get paid, so say we got paid a thousand dollars. On the very top of it, it says you have a thousand dollars to be budgeted, mm-hmm. right? And then from there, you budget those thousand dollars into your different categories. Yeah. So you got it. Two hundred dollars for rent, fifty dollars for groceries, and then so on until you you budget that thousand dollars, right?
0: Two hundred dollars for rent? Where the fuck are you staying? I don't know, man. <laughs> can, I, can I can I stay there? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> no, but you have the, you have a nail nail on the hammer. It's yeah i couldn't have said anything. that's how
1: that works right mm-hmm. it's amazing so with that being said after that budgeting like how do you maintain it how do you like keep it strong and you know make sure you're still even though with budgeting that thousand dollars how do you make sure you're still not just swiping your card whenever you feel like it because you have the money
0: yeah so i guess i'll go into how i set up your nab mm-hmm. a little bit and then i'll go into how i maintain it okay so initially when setting up your nab, you have two options you can link your bank account or you can enter it manually. The linked version is what I started off with, with Mint and all these damn other companies. Your nab has the capabilities to just tell you where you fucked up also. Yeah. I can look at your nab two days later and I can see how fucked I am <laughs> versus unlinking it, entering it manually, which is what I actually prefer because then it provides control and full responsibility. Your NAB On its own, in this way, doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. You can spend all your money in Amazon. It's going to show what you had. It's your job to set time, dates, and a frequency to go in and take care of things, make sure everything lines up, as well as being purposeful with your money. And the way you do that is by maintenance and updating it, updating your budget. Right. So... I mentioned in the beginning that YNAB has a mobile app and a desktop app. So I'll lay out my, I guess, my methods. I get paid twice in a month. On payday, I'm inside the desktop app and I'm giving every dollar a job. I'm spreading out all the money into its own little categories, into its own little envelopes, whatever. And then throughout the week, throughout every other day, if I'm at Target, I'll look at my app. And I'll see, okay, I have this much for groceries. I have this much for that. Mm-hmm. I won't even go out. I won't even make plans with to go out to eat with someone if I see I don't have money. Right. And then I would say I'm in the app almost every day, even if I'm not spending money, just so I can stay current with it. Yeah. So if something comes up, I don't have to like check it. I just know. And then the desktop app, I'm in there, you know, a few times a week, minimum once a week. And that's just to make sure everything lines up. Because the method that I do is, I think it's just best if I give a full example. So it's errand day. It's a Sunday. What I have to do today is get gas, go grocery shopping, and then buy, you know, uh, protein.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? And then I'm going to be drinking later. Yeah. So th- those are my things. Gas, groceries, protein, and I'm drinking later. So what I would do is in the morning, I would make a mental note uh, after looking at your nab and say, okay, I have $50 for gas. I'm good. I can let the pump go. Yeah. (laughs) Groceries, $100. Okay. When I go grocery shopping, let's buy essentials and then, you know, a little bit extra. When it comes to alcohol, I see 20 bucks. So then in my head, I know what I need or what I can spend. Yeah there was one more thing right protein protein so like i'll see how much i have for that and then what i do is i go about my day and i spend my money if it's within the mud if it's within that budget it's totally fine Mm -hmm. for example uh what is it the gas i'll just get a full tank no problem if it's a little bit strict like my groceries like i said maybe throughout the store i'll have a calculator and am like, add shit as I put it in the cart. Mm-hmm. Or if I know it's cheap, then I won't do all that. Like, if I know I'll spend $70 max, I'll just let it go. Yeah. And then when I get home that day, I keep all my receipts. It's either that day or the next couple days. I just go ahead and input it in your nap. And I don't have to worry because I, knew, I know I have enough headway. Mm-hmm. If it's tighter, then sometimes I will be more strict. But for the most part, I just make sure I have money. I spend that much or less. And then I just tell your NAB what I did.
1: Yeah. I think something you told me that you do now is that you no longer look at your Wells Fargo. Mm -hmm. You look at your NAB instead, like when you go to purchase something. For example, like groceries, you said, instead of going grocery shopping and then looking at your bank account and it's saying you have $1,000. You look at your NAB and and you see, oh, okay, I only have $100 to spend on groceries.
0: Mm -hmm. And the mindset while you're shopping is different. Yeah. If I look at Wells Fargo, I see $8,000. You're
1: like, okay, I can get whatever I want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting all the good shit. <laughs> all the stuff that... And just
1: spending hella money because yeah. you know you have it.
0: I have two different kinds of cereal. One of them is a little bit more expensive. I'm going to say, fuck it, I got that. Yeah. <laughs> Versus if I look Because you're at looking it, at
1: $8,000. You're like, oh, I got I got money to spend, you know?
0: Compared to looking at 100 Yeah. Where you're like, okay, I have money, but I only have this much for For x for grocery shopping
1: exactly
0: and that mindset does help as you're shopping through the store as you're at a restaurant you're like what the hell do i get do i get a fucking steak Mm -hmm. or do i get pasta (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) having that mindset versus i have eight thousand dollars i'm getting two steaks yeah
1: it's very different looking at eight thousand dollars versus looking at that one hundred
0: dollars takes a lot of self-discipline depending on how much money you make
1: yeah
0: if you have a lot of money this will probably be easier, but if you don't have that much, you're making like a passable, a good enough amount, you're comfortable. It is going to be hard, but definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. So I talked about how I set up and update, maintain my budget. What else, yeah. what else you so got for me? So with that
1: being said, you said in the beginning, it's very hard.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, how
1: do you get yourself to, to really stick with it? Because this is a lot. It's not easy, you know. It's That's not. A, so, so how do you, you know, keep at it, I guess?
0: You drop all your friends. You break up with your significant other. <laughs> you don't go out. Honestly. So you just
1: live under a fucking rock.
0: Twenty twenty helps. You should yeah. you should have been doing it during twenty twenty. <laughs> uh yeah. let's see. Some ways to kind of stay consistent, and build that self-discipline. Mm-hmm. I would say if you're listening to this episode and you're interested, or this sounds like something you need to do, hone in on that. The reason why you're interested, the reason why this may be something you want to do. It's because you're not happy where you are financially. You're saying, fuck. When, when, my, uh, when my contacts come around, I have no money. When I stub my toe, I have no money. You know, when Stacy wants to go eat, I'm taking it out of my, my rent. Yeah. If any of anything that I said resonates with you, it's because you recognize that you're not happy with where you are. Or you're not, you, you know, and you recognize that you could be somewhere else. Yeah. And that's a more, that's having a more comfortable relationship with, with finances. With money,
1: yeah. I was going to say, at one point you told me, you kind of see this as a game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you remember saying that?
0: <laughs> I don't think I remember, but I, I think I can I can put together those two. Oh, okay. So, I probably, what I meant by the game is that you start to enjoy the process of your money getting older,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you start to level up. Think of, for those of you nerds out there, think of like an RPG. You start off as like a little knight with no armor. <laughs> Next thing you know, you got a badass sword. You got some boots. <laughs> you, you got a combat vest. And it's you're more prepared for what's ahead. Yeah. And you're not getting fucked by everything, every little monster you encounter. And that's probably what I meant by the game. It's like you can see the progress on your nap. You can see the progress, you know, with your account. And you can feel it mm. in your head and with everything that goes on.
1: So with budgeting, it kind of gives you a lot of power just knowing that you have control of your money. Versus guessing that, like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to have enough for this, this month or whatever. So that's awesome.
0: Definitely. it's It, it changes the game. It, it's weird. For those of you... Who's never who have never had experience with controlling your money? It definitely uh, it reminds me of the old days when mm-hmm. everything was cash.
1: Yeah,
0: it was controllable. It was easy. You you can physically count. Right. I think as we transition into swiping and paying with our phone and Bitcoin <laughs> and all this all this shit. Yeah. It's harder to track it it's it's easier to let it get away from you
1: it's easy yeah to just send somebody 20 bucks like okay cool
0: yeah so this is a way to kind of versus
1: like when you have cash when you give someone 20 bucks you're seeing your stack get smaller Mm -hmm. you know
0: you're seeing that transaction in place yeah and we don't have that anymore so your nab is my way of keeping track
1: It's interesting so with all of that being said, let's now talk about the saving part of mm-hmm. budgeting. So when it comes to saving money, like what type of advice would you give? Like, for example, how much money would you put aside to save? Would you save every paycheck once a month? I think that kind of goes into everyone's personal experiences. But what type of advice would you
0: give? Number one is to be honest with yourself and your financial situation. If you're making, you know, not what you want to be making, mm-hmm you're making enough to scrape by don't say next paycheck i'm saving half of it yeah because then you're not going to be able to keep it up yeah we say this a lot but it's you got to learn how to walk before you run as well as it's easy to dial things up then turn it back down and it feels better when you intensify things because you have some wins behind your belt Mm -hmm. versus when you start off too much and you got to dial it back you it, get,
1: it's easy to get overwhelmed. I would say, huh?
0: And you take a blow to like your self esteem and the progress you yeah. made. Yeah. If you're saving half your paycheck, it's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Until you start to dial it back and you start to feel bad, like, oh, I'm not saving half anymore. Like, oh, I'm messing up. I'm not staying true to yeah, it. Yeah,
1: you feel like you're you're moving backwards.
0: Versus saving ten percent, ten percent, ten percent, and then you're like, all right, let's make it fifteen.
1: Yeah.
0: It's it's that constant up. Versus the the roller coaster, the up and down. So if I were to say a dollar amount, a paycheck, like uh, every paycheck or a frequency per month, that definitely depends. But th- the final answer would be: be honest with yourself. Start at a comfortable rate because it's all about building a snowball.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You don't start off with this big ass snowball. You start with like a little bit, yeah, and a little bit, and a little bit, and next thing you know. You're saving half your t- paycheck, but for different people, it takes five years. It yeah. takes five months. It depends on who you are and where you are.
1: I think something that you do as well, kind of off topic of budgeting, but to save money, you do something called living below your means. Mm-hmm. That helps a lot, huh?
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll give an example. So right now, I live with three roommates. And if you look at my finances, uh, my my finances, <laughs> I kind of don't need to like there's the reason why I'm living with three roommates in a four bedroom apartment is because it's below my means. It's where I can save. I'm in a position where I can save. Mm -hmm. I'm in a position for when shit hits the fan, I did save and also off topic. Like I'm learning more about myself, Yeah. the people I live with, how I interact with others. But to bring it back to finances, it's living below my means because I know that this is, like, a time to save. Yeah. And it's – I can live by myself in a studio. I can drive a fucking nice car if I want to. I can I can go to the strip club if I want
1: to. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's just living below your means because, you like, don't try to overextend yourself. And – it definitely depends on the person you know some people need the nice car mm-hmm. some people need the nice gym membership it's all about where you're comfortable with and maybe dialing it down a yeah. notch or two from from there
1: i think that's something very underrated that people don't talk about is living below your means
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know every time someone gets like a raise or something they feel like they need to buy the more expensive thing they need to upgrade their car they need a bigger house you know
0: Ooh, you bring up a good point. All right, I'm going to bring up a point from my grandma. So uh, when she moved to America from the Philippines, she was making, you know, not a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And she was happy with what she had. You know, she was able to live. Food, a roof over her head, the clothes on her back. She was good.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: She worked at the same job for years. With that comes raises. Yeah. When she got a raise, she didn't spend it. In her head, I'm still getting paid the same shitty amount. And with that raise, it went to savings. Yeah. It went to things in the future. It went to, you know, not, not not the now. It went to just, yeah, she was saving it. So if you're getting paid, you know, and you get a raise, that doesn't mean you have more money to spend. You were fine before. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe treat yourself a little bit. Maybe upgrades here and there. But for the most part... That doesn't give you a reason to go out spending it because it may not last. Yeah. But what will last is if you take that excess and save it, you do something productive with it, Mm. you invest it, you just even just sit on it.
1: Mm. Yeah. That's very smart of her to do that.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think it was whenever I tell her, hey, mama, I call her mama. Hey, mama, I got a raise. Good. Save it. Don't touch it. I was like, why? She's like, because you were fine before, it, right? Yeah. And it took me a second. Like, yeah. If the raise never came, I would still be fine. So why yeah. does that give me reason to...
1: To spend it. You just act like you didn't get it, which, which is very smart.
0: It's t- It takes a lot of self-discipline. Oh,
1: definitely. Because you're like, oh, I got an extra $50 a month. Like, let me go buy this, you know? Yeah.
0: Even, even bonuses. Yeah. Boss is like, hey, here's a Christmas bonus. $2,000. That doesn't mean go spend $2,000. Mm-hmm. You know, spend 500 And
1: then, and then the rest. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I know this is a little bit off topic with budgeting, but it goes hand in hand with saving and saving your money. Definitely. Yeah. So with YNAB, why don't you tell us how much you've been able to save since you've been using it?
0: Mm-hmm. Sounds good. So I've been using app a year and a half to two years, mm-hmm. I would say. And it's been a hell of a journey and I don't even know how I got here. But before recording this episode, Janelle and I looked over my uh, my YNAB, and I have two months income. Saved up? It's saved up. Wow. It's, the thing is, it's it's in a savings account, but it's not, it's not savings. Mm-hmm. It's broken down. Yeah. It's emergency fund. It's a tattoo I'm saving up for. It's uh, a medical emergency. I'm saving, oh, it's trips and vacations. I'm saving for different things that all allocate under savings. mm mm-hmm. And it's nice because just like how I spend my money, you know, I don't just have a fun budget. I have like an alcohol budget. I have a video game budget. So I do the same with my savings.
1: Yeah. It's about being really specific. Like it's not just X amount you have saved. Like you said, you have them saved for those different categories. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted to go on your vacation, you could because you have that money saved.
0: It goes even a little bit more. I have it broken down restaurants Mm -hmm. and then I have snacks and drinks yeah so if I get coffee if I get boba if I get uh, fries at McDonald's that's not restaurants restaurants is when I like sit down and I tip someone or it's it's good food (laughs) it's not like you know something quick like a smoothie and getting specific with it will help you in the long run
1: yeah I love that you're specific with it it's not just oh I have a food budget meaning I can go get whatever
0: if we go out and get coffee and then we get you know food after yeah that's not under the same thing <laughs> and i don't did you see that yeah i did and you'll it didn't make you think like oh whoa
1: yeah i because I, I didn't go that specific i think right now in my you know i can't remember exactly what it is but it's kind of just a dining out category. yeah
0: eating out dining out. yeah and it's, I can go. But out. you took
1: it a, a next step further. Mm-hmm. Snacks and drinks and restaurants.
0: I can go for coffee like two times a week without even touching, you know, my in and out budget, my yeah. sushi budget. And that. That makes sense. Otherwise, if I go ahead and grab uh, coffee four times a week, mm-hmm. then I can't go grab in and out or I can't go out to a restaurant, you know? Yeah. And two months of income is, it feels good.
1: That's a lot. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people live paycheck to paycheck. A lot yeah. of people don't even have $500 saved. Like, I'll be honest, I, like I mentioned in the beginning, I'm, I'm kind of relearning about budgeting. And this is my first time in, I would say, like a year and a half that I've even used my savings account. Mm-hmm. So I've been living paycheck to paycheck for a while. But now that I'm getting a grip on it, I finally have money in my savings. And I'm like, wow, this, is, this feels nice, you know? It gives you a sense of security, like you mentioned.
0: Yeah, and the one thing I'm proud of is 2020 has definitely taught us that Life will take you in any fucking direction it wants to. Yeah. Some of us who may think that our jobs are secure, turns out they aren't. Some people that realize that, you know, uh, my house is pretty cheap. Maybe you were stretching it a little bit. Mm -hmm. And budgeting is something that has taught me. It it taught me to be honest with myself. Because before, I was spending more than I was making. Yeah. Yeah. I was spending more than I probably should have. Versus now I'm below my means, I'm honest with myself. And I'm I'm making better finance choices for myself in the future.
1: Yeah, I like that you bring up twenty twenty. You know, a lot of people lost their jobs and a lot and because of that a lot of people were squirming, like trying to figure out where they're gonna get money for food, where they're mm-hmm. gonna get money for rent. And thankfully you didn't lose your job, but if you were to during the pandemic, you would have had some money to lean back on.
0: Yeah. Two months income is four, four paychecks. Yeah,
1: and that's crazy because a lot, you know, that's very, I would say rare, I guess.
0: And it's weird because saying this number out loud, like I don't even, it doesn't seem like that because it's so broken down. Yeah. But when you think about it, all those little categories add up and it's all thanks to being disciplined, your nap, and then, you know, having no friends. (laughs) <laughs> having having no reason to go out?
1: No girlfriend to cater to. That, that also helps
0: too. Oh my gosh. That helps budgeting. But that's
1: crazy. <laughs> 2 months. Good for you, man.
0: Thank you. Uh that's that's all of our questions, yeah. right? I don't think we have a question block today because Janelle did ask a lot of questions and I'm pretty sure I I did more than answer them, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, is there anything else you think we missed? Like any tips, tricks you want to throw in that you feel like we didn't get to cover? I mean we went pretty in depth with it, I would say.
0: Yeah. The one thing I would say is your works for me. It may not for you. It may be mint. It may be acorns or uh, Dave Dave Ramsey has his own damn app. He does? Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> he's always he's always saying to use it.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> but Dave Ramsey has his app. Uh all I would say is if you use our code in the description, you get your nav for, it's some weird amount, 34 days. Yeah. But go ahead and check it out. If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't. But if you're interested, you owe it to yourself to give it a try. And I'm pretty sure your future self would thank you. And we do have some lessons and, you know, some send off for you. So I'll go ahead and say a few and then I'll leave Janelle to end off the episode. So what it would, the main thing would be to take control of your money. Build the habits that you that build the habits of the money you have now. That way, when you're making better money, when you do get that raise, when you do get that bonus, when you're just in a better spot financially, you know what to do with it, Mm -hmm. and you're not just spending it with the same bad habits. Uh, Take control, give every dollar a job, and you'll slowly age your money, and you'll see that you're not living paycheck to paycheck.
1: Yeah. With that being said, you know life always has something to throw at you it's always gonna give you shitty cards but we're trying to prepare for them and hopefully you guys get a lot of value out of this and you're able to prepare for those too you know roll with the punches go ahead and give your nab a try and we'll see y'all later